0: Hey, what's up, guys? My name's Mike Watt. I am the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet, Trevor Cowan. And this
1: is our podcast, Reforming Manhood. Did
0: you miss the music? No, it's the, the podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. Without music. We don't have music in our right <laughs> now. We don't
1: have music today. It's fine, all right? Uh, you're welcome, interwebs, for <laughs> what we're doing. Dude, do, do you
0: have to yell into everybody's
1: ears? I'm sorry, I don't have my headphones on, so I don't know how loud I am. It's like ASMR, just... You want me to talk quieter? To All right, I'll, I'll talk quieter. All right. Hey, so we got some guests in the studio. Returning guests. That's right. And new guests. Yes. Yes. Two in one? We got we have four of us around. It's no
0: longer the trifecta. That's right. We're an ensemble.
1: <laughs> Why'd you have to use music? Can't we use like Knights of the Round Table or something mainly? We are the Justice League. Yeah, I like that. Superman talking to <laughs> Like your, shirt. like your
0: shirt your shirt you're wearing right now has has four dudes on it that's us we're the best parts of the justice league that's right me superman you plastic green lantern man. i want to be green lantern Plastic man. i hate you
1: <laughs> hey so uh let's bring the guests in uh jamie introduce yourself man
2: i'm jamie jack of all trades hinojosa i hope you can hear me this time sorry about the last podcast i i thought i was speaking loud enough but He's just a hopefully you he can hear me
0: today
1: he's just a soft-spoken guy that's it's right fine. he carries a big stick though so look out that's right <laughs> so uh jamie t- jack of all trades why why do we call you that uh because
2: uh i'm expected to do everything yeah, we are <laughs> not up. no one here expects
1: you expected you just do it you're you're, you're the nike up. of the but here group. it
2: is H- here's how it goes okay we need somebody to do this and everybody
1: looks at me and, and then, you then i do just it. do it it's amazing <laughs> Sometimes it's graphics. Sometimes it's woodwork. It doesn't matter. This guy does. He's it. making a super cool pulpit for us right now. That's right. It's gonna have a triangle on it because uh, that's that's one of our values. So <laughs> go you. Um, and you do that in church. You do that in life. Um, you do it in wrestling. Whatever it is, you're the guy who just gets it all done, man.
2: Yeah, I kind of I kind of get a kick out of being the guy to
1: uh, to save save the day. Our so, hero. Yeah. Yes. You yes, can yeah.
0: be my hero, baby.
1: Please don't sing again. No? Like, well, yeah. you do that every episode,
0: and it really, you, really hate it. You wanted me to sing from the first episode on, <laughs> and now
1: you're telling me not to. That hurts my feelings. All right. You should sing in every episode. <laughs> All right, let's bring in our other guest. Come on in. Jim, introduce yourself to everybody, buddy.
3: Uh, I'm Jim McLemore, and... That's who I am,
1: and we're gonna call you. Uh, you everybody's gotta have a handle, man. Oh well, J Mac. J Mac. J
3: Mac. That's his rapper name. <laughs> that's my rapper that's name. Right. <laughs> uh, he's also wearing a giant clock around his neck. You yep, can see it at yep, home. And, I, and a and a beard like a revolutionary soldier. And mm. I love
2: I love those tattoos on your face, man. There. Really cool. oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> like the, the tattoos he's on like, his face. The, you like the big star around my right eye? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
2: the lips on your neck. That's really
0: hot. <laughs>
1: He has zero tattoos that I know of. <laughs>
0: that you know of? That
1: I know of. That's why I said that, man. <laughs> uh, Jim is. Uh, Jim's been uh, uh, checking out our church for uh, for a few months now, I guess, and uh, we've really developed a friendship here. And the poor guy just came in to hang out with us, and, and he uh, fell
0: in love I, with us. I got
1: ambushed. That's right. Got <laughs> ambushed. <laughs> You'll end up with a different name than J
3: Max soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the one I gave myself. That's right. Y'all <laughs> haven't given me one yet.
1: But, uh, so, uh, yeah, Jim, man, he's a deep thinker. He's a, uh, a uh, I don't know, a working man's theologian. I love talking to Jim. Have enjoyed that. Jamie also. Uh, really all of us, yeah. We're, uh, we like to think deep and talk funny. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, we're starting a new series starting today. And uh, I thought we'd, we'd get into it together and have, uh, have many voices speaking into this new series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's the uh, the foundations of faith, the uh, five solas or the five alone statements um, of uh, really of the Christian church. It's the way, way I see it, Landy. Yeah. And so uh, we thought we'd uh, bring everybody into the conversation on that and uh, really, uh, hopefully, um, man, many, many big minds talking through this, uh, helping people see the importance of, of this foundation of our faith
2: so w- what are the five solas can you name them all
0: well we,
1: we've done them before <laughs> we done we, we did them on the on we,
0: the facebook thing in our uh in our video yeah. our video blog that talks yeah. life from a christian male perspective that's right uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't
2: seen those you need to go check them yeah out.
0: check out facebook
1: sh- <laughs> yep scroll backwards and look at them yeah,
0: scroll but, way uh, backwards
1: yeah yeah so we have uh um we are saved by grace alone through faith alone in christ alone in christ alone uh, for God's glory alone. For God's glory alone, and Scripture alone is our authority. Yeah. And so uh, we'll uh, we'll be talking th- about those five things, man.
0: Eventually, you'll have it tattooed on your arm, and you'll remember. Eventually. You'll look at it every morning when you wake up and go, man, that's there forever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Deuteronomy 6, man. We're just going to do it right on our foreheads. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not getting anything on my forehead.
1: No,
2: you'll start to look like Jim.
1: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he has zero tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so today we're starting with Scripture Alone. Uh, the reason is, man, once, once you stray from this foundation, um, man, it, it goes south real quick. And so uh, let's give some history first before we dive into Scripture Alone. Um, Jamie, you kind of kind of recently finished a book on this. Uh, give us kind of the, the launching point for these five solos. What was going on in the church before and then and then what what happened
2: well from what from what i understand in the history that i've that i've learned that you know catholics were in charge
1: yes yeah yeah that was and, the, church, uh, the official it was, church it was
2: church tradition that uh was the rule of the day and whatever the pope said that's what you had to do and, that
1: dirty uh, rotten pope well we don't know him uh, but no he was way wrong dirty uh, rotten guy
2: and then uh uh martin luther came along and he was a very pious monk uh he, uh, he started to be a lawyer at first, and uh, he was he was uh, walking around in a, in a storm. He was pretty scared and uh, prayed to uh, Mary's mother. his So Jesus' grandmother, he prayed to her and, and asked her that uh, if he saved him through this lightning storm that uh, he'd become a monk.
1: That's real weird. <laughs> and
2: guess what? He became <laughs> dude, a monk. <laughs> dude,
0: I get it. I prayed that God would get me through one day after eating Chinese food. Remember that? I remember that day. And I never ate at that place again. Huh. never did. I remember. Nope. That's now his, it's
1: closed down. That's exactly like that. It's the exact <laughs> You are such the Martin Luther. That's get you a, a f- get you a funny hat.
0: I am the Martin Luther of 2020. Those situations
2: are going to mess up your uh, pants big time. Uh,
3: <laughs> I don't know how I missed that.
2: <laughs> so Woo! he became a monk. He became a monk and uh, started real hard and, and was really good at it. And, Thanks, uh, Jesus, Grandma. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, was, he was actually serious about it. Um, more so than pretty much anybody around him, and and he he took scripture very very seriously and studied it and uh, come to realize that the uh, the uh, church tradition was wrong. They were getting it wrong, and um, decided to uh, just you know put the put the truth thesis on yeah you know, put the thesis out there on on the church building just just to have a conversation. He wasn't going to start you know he would he didn't want to make waves. He just wanted to start a discussion a debate. You know, to kind of get these things worked out. Well,
1: And so what did he do? I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, this, this kind of marks the beginning of the Reformation. The, the Reformation, Reformation. Yeah. exactly.
2: So, uh, you know, rather than getting the, you know, the professional debate that he was wanting, he, he actually caused a big uproar and got a lot of people angry, uh, including the Pope at that he point. He
1: took his thesis and he nailed it to the church Tailed door. to the church yep. door. And that started the whole thing. That's what started the whole thing, so...
2: Here we are. Here we are. Um, reformed um, Protestants. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And and all. There, there's a lot more to that. Anything that is Orthodox and not Catholic has that event to thank for. Um, and, uh, and
2: there's a lot that went on between now and then. A lot of people died. Uh, a lot of martyrs. Yeah, uh, people dying for truth. Yeah, a lot of a um, lot of wars between the Catholics and the Protestants and and uh, I. I really think people should should take some time to study church history just to appreciate just how we got to our scriptures that we have now. Um, it's it's
1: fascinating. It's fascinating.
0: This was uh five hundred and three years ago. Wow. Going on five hundred and
1: three. Go us. If my math is correct. Go that's <laughs> also uh, if we're honest, that's a stubborn Catholic church. Like you should have reformed by now. The truth yeah, has I been out like, there hundred and three years. And they keep saying no. So the Reformation's not over, boys. Let's bring it to uh to now. All right? So so five solas, each of these will will talk about the importance of them and uh and why man each one is is lynchpin. So it's five only uh, alone statements that are equally as as important one after the other. We're starting today with scripture alone. And uh hey Jim, I th- I was thinking about this cuz you kind of mentioned it before we started. Uh, before you you moved t- towards the Biblical thinking you have (laughs) now—you had a uh, a very strong charismatic background. Yeah, Um, give give us some of that. Give us some of that, and then and then how Scripture alone tethered you. You know,
3: well, it's it's a long, complicated story, but uh, it's a short podcast. It's a short podcast, (laughs) so we'll try to try to get to it. But uh, yeah, I was I was raised in a charismatic church um, here in the Lubbock, Texas area, Uh, considered probably the biggest one there. I won't name any names, but people who live here will know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, we, uh, grew up there. I learned, uh, most of the charismatic, uh, styles of thinking. And, um, it, you know, the thing that we were talking about earlier is, is, is how subjective our understanding of God is. And the Sola Scriptura thing really applies to that because most of what we got from the scripture was passed through a filter of whether, my my vision or my my dream or my supernatural experience or or the feelings that I was getting from my experience what those things told me that it meant, meant. so we had a we had a big problem with um with the sola script we didn't we thought we were sola scriptura mm. but in practice the thing that really mattered was um, what the what our experience was telling us, especially mm. if you could have a vision or a dream or something like that.
1: So experience was the
3: chief over even scripture yeah. in some cases. Absolutely. Uh, we again we would argue with you that we're not like that, mm. but by practice, and I learned I, I learned to be honest with myself about this. In practice, I was not sola scriptura because. It had to be what what the experience told me, I was getting. And of course, a dream or a vision could discount the word, but the the vision still stood mm. Mm. because that came from God. It's the whole God told me. How do you argue with somebody who said God told me? The Bible. It's like God, <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't matter. God told me. But the Bible says, yeah. <clears throat> but so that's hard to get around. It yeah, really, really yeah, is.
0: Yeah, it can't. It can't contradict what God's word says. Yeah, that's, that's that's a hard thing. That's how we know the difference between a, a false prophet and not. And We
3: should stone them. Oh, <laughs> whoa. You know what? I'm not opposed to <laughs> that. It just got dark really quick. <laughs> well, that was one of the things, too, that, that got me, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard this before, but um, Deuteronomy 13 talking about at the very beginning when, uh, when uh, Moses was telling people about false prophets— But anyway, (laughs) had a fly on the nose. (laughs) But uh, Moses tells uh, the people about false prophets and said, even if the things that they are saying and the signs that they're performing, even if they do come true. So even if there is some kind of power to it, you're not to listen to them because they're leading you away from what the scripture says. And and, and later Isaiah even says, you know, to the law and to the prophets, if they do not speak according to this, it's because they have no light. So Hmm. that was a big deal for me.
1: That is, that's good. And you were tethered by scripture alone. Right. So you're able to then reject some wacky
3: things out there. Yeah. And I was led away because of scripture alone. Led away from the charismatic movement. Yeah, led away from the charismatic movement. Yeah, because it's only it's gotten more charismatic. It's it's gotten far <laughs> worse. The the kind of charismatic, <clears throat> um, the charismania that's running around now is far worse. What you going to do? What you going to do, brother, <laughs> when the charismania runs wild on you? I'm going to get my Bible, <laughs>
1: I'm gonna-
0: and I'm going to nail 95 theses to people's foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> no?
3: Oh, you, you look. Yeah, anyways. (laughs) Interesting (laughs) note, um, the 95 Thesis on the door was actually a bulletin board. He wasn't looking for a fight at the time. Yeah. He was actually just wanting to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I found some things in the Word. Let's have a Bible study.
2: And that's that's what they did back then, you know, when you wanted to post news or who just had a baby or something, you just put it on the church door. And typically, you give it to the church warden, and the warden put it on the door.
0: I like to think he was wanting to start a fight. I like to think he was like me in that way.
3: Well, if you read his biography, you'd <laughs> see that that probably was a little bit in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a feisty character. Yeah, I've, I've 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 read some of the things he said about
0: the the Catholic the Catholic Church, the leaders of the Catholic Church, they weren't kind things. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> um. So let's. Uh, I guess we we've talked about the history of uh of the the five solo. We've talked about Scripture alone in uh, in uh, Jim's Jim's history. Let's bring it to today. Why is it still important that scripture alone is our authority today?
1: Man, anybody anybody? <laughs> anybody? We're all uh we're all uh, Where do I begin? Yeah, yeah. Man, I just think of uh, <clears throat> let's just start with this whole uh whole uh COVID-19 mess, right? Um we're living yes. we're living in a, a in a what's What's good for me is good for me. You know, I'm you do you, right? Okay. Uh, you do you, and you are then the authority in your life, right? Yeah. Um, and so th- this whole thing came to Lubbock because some tech student decided to do you. And he came in from, or she, I don't even know. They were I think it was a guy. Brought back from Europe um, where they were studying abroad through tech, and tech set up a, hey, here's your, here's your quarantine, here's the things you do. And he said, no, nah, I'm going to go do me. And uh, went to Rosa's and got everybody there sick. So what does that have to do with Scripture alone? If Scripture <laughs> alone had been his authority, he would have submitted oh. to the authorities in his life. Had, had because, love for his neighbors? Yeah, love your neighbor. He would have submitted to the authorities, and it wouldn't have been about him getting rosas and getting everybody sick. Gotcha. The authority would have been Scripture, not him. I'm following know? now. But in a world I where you do you question. as king, yeah. man, you do you. It's fine. We live in a postmodern world, and uh, and it's, it's hey, what, what's good for you is good. Um, but we're saying no. What Scripture says is good. That's, mm. that's different. Um, that's very countercultural, um, and and we've run into that several times in our in our ministry um, here in small town West Texas. You know, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So I think I think also something that we have to think about, something we have to talk about, that's not popular. Um, there are a lot of churches out there. There you
1: go, picking a fight. Go ahead. That,
0: uh, oh yeah, that's go. the Lutheran man. Chinese go. food and Bethel—it just brings it out of me. Yeah?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, <I> <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, let, let's 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 take for example uh, these things called Sozo prayers. I think is what they're called.
3: Sozo. That sounds right. I've not even heard of that.
0: Sozo. Well, let me tell you. So it's basically this counseling session. People go in. And uh, they sit there, and people uh, they ask questions and basically pry the pra- the past out of you. Start to learn things, and then they basically start to speak to uh, speak to things in your past, and they start writing these things down, and they just kind of say, "Here's God's word for you in this." So, like, like they say, Mike, you've struggled with insert whatever. You like to do the Being too funny. You like to do No, the being, too funny, <laughs> being
1: too funny, being too handsome.
0: This this and sounds
2: very Scientology like. And uh, and then and then they, s-
0: they they speak to it. They speak to it, and then basically they say, Okay, here's God's word for you. And they just if that's God's Dump word, let's you. just add it to the back of everybody's Bible, right? But that's not the reality.
1: Yeah, I, I think a more prominent one I think that most people have run into, I've run into anyways is when people come to you randomly and say, hey, I have, a, I have a word from the Lord for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basically kind of what they're doing. They're teaching these... that. They're teaching how to yeah, do that. Yeah, they're teaching that. Um, and so, uh, I mean, I can remember in my past. I had a, uh, had, had a lady come up to me, and she was uh, actually uh, a, my boss's wife saying, hey, I have a word from the Lord for you. Um, do you want me to share it with you? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are not kind. <laughs> she was like, wait, no, you didn't hear me. I have a word from the Lord for you. You want to hear it? I was like, no. I did my quiet time this morning. Jesus will talk to me if he wants me to hear it. Um, and, uh, and, and, and it's going to be through scripture, not through some psycho who was daydreaming about me. Psych- <laughs> she may not have been psycho.
0: She might have been a very nice lady. You don't or know her, psycho? all right?
1: I know what I said. Was she psycho? <laughs> I know what I said.
0: Sorry if you're listening, lady.
1: <laughs> don't come find us. Anyways, um, that, that's the kind of stuff that does happen. Uh, yeah. We've had wrestler friends say, hey, somebody... Proclaim God's word, you know he had a word from the Lord for me, for and me, it meant yeah, no Lord. sense, you know that it's not a word from the Lord. yeah, we are to test the spirits? I it's, wish this is where I'm with you, I'm like, okay, stoning time, like <laughs> you're wrong um and and I'd be okay putting that up there it, i'll you can tell me this word if it's not true, I'm gonna pick up a big rock, you know mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. what do you think about that, Jamie? Jamie just woke up. He's that's back. That's just scary. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all yeah, are too violent for me. <laughs> uh, but that's a common way where 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 scripture is not the authority. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to scripture as my authority. So said, no, I I read my Bible. Uh, I talk to my Jesus, and he'll talk to me. Um, and and I'm not saying it's just black and white. And yeah, I have a relationship with him, and I get it. I get impressions or feelings and things I should do that that weren't from scripture. So I get that part of it. Um, but that's a personal walk with Jesus. That's a little bit different than, than me walking someone else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, me playing Holy spirit, if you will, you know?
3: Yeah. Well, I think Thank the Jesus. dangerous thing about, um, that, especially cause I understand that whole, that's that, that's where that that you whole, came from, right? Yeah. I, I understand that whole concept and that mechanism that is used. Um, I, I think that, uh, uh something that, that they do is they they don't see it as bringing new revelation yeah they see it and i say this as somebody who's done that kind of stuff before i'm not bringing some new revelation about god this is just something particular about your life yeah but the problem with it is the practice of it is 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 far more mystical and um it's like it's hard. It's kind of like magician work. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's some guys that are pretty good at picking up on cues when they're talking with somebody. And I feel like God's telling me to tell you this, but they have an ability to pick up on cues and come up with things that match. Mm-hmm. Kind of like horoscopes. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like that. <laughs> or but, fortune cookies. But what, but even the person who's doing it is not thinking Um, that that's how they're doing it yeah sometimes you have a skill and you don't understand your own skill but you are being taught in a doctrine to take things that are that are human and fleshly and we start trying trying to harmonize it with with scripture out of context of the scripture yeah
0: often oftentimes anybody that that's ever done that to me i think they've done it in like a like they, they, they haven't meant anything bad by it. Right. They, no, they're no,
1: doing no. a good thing or think they're doing a good thing. But, but why pull the Trump card of God said, you know, what yeah, I mean? exactly. Why, why not just give some advice to a brother, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that
3: or I can say that from a, from, from my perspective and in, in my experience, there is a, a subtle form of, of pride and idolatry that's taking place when that happens because um, I need, it's very, it's very easy to get into that place where it's like I need to tell you something but I also need you to accept me as an authority and therefore mm-hmm. God has told me to tell you. And we take mm. we take God's mantle, put it upon ourselves in order to have power and authority. But it's not God. Yeah, yeah? Isn't I mean, that
2: really what happens though when we get, get placed in in positions of authority, you know we, we kind of think we have to say something that that is authoritative, you know, and so the only way to sound authoritative is to, okay, well, God told me. Yeah. Uh, uh, bad idea. People do it all the it. time, you know. Uh, when we're when we're preaching the word, when we're sharing the word, when we're when we're discussing God's word, uh, we need to be meek about it. We need to be humble about it. We need to give God the glory and give Scripture the authority of that. Mm. Um, none of us are perfect, uh, but if I'm put in a position as pastor or as leader or something like that, I guess I feel I have to say something authoritative in order for me to earn that paycheck
3: or that position. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I think that so I I do think those are all aspects of it. I think also sometimes maybe, maybe there's a person and, and I don't know if this ever happens. It's definitely not been a scenario for me, but maybe there's a person that thinks, I see. I see this person living in sin or something, and so I'm going to say, "I think God told me to tell you, quit doing that. Just man up and do it.
1: Just <laughs> just just own it. Like, just hey, man that's up a and... sin. Quit it. Bible says. Moving on. Yeah. You know, I think that's a more powerful <clears throat> thing to me. The Bible says, mm-hmm. rather than God told me to tell you. Like, yeah. You, right. you tell me. Bible says. You have my attention. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can go to Scripture together. We can dive into the Word. We can. Um, we can. Our swords can hit. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We can do that. Uh, but God said, "Nah, I'm done with you. Moving on. Give me a rock." Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. But when I'm doing that, I don't have near as much clout as when I say, "Yeah, God yeah. said to do this." Yeah, because He told actually... me a vision, and you're obviously not as spiritual because you didn't have the vision. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was me. Yeah, and therefore I have. I can manipulate you, tell you what to do, and feel a sense of power. And I'm telling you, as subtle as it is, there's so many of them right now. They would, they would deny that that's true. I came from it, and I know people who've come out of it like me. And it is absolutely what's happening <laughs> yeah. in the hearts yeah. when when that, that when we do that.
0: Yeah. So I wanna I wanna put a phrase out there, and I wanna see what y'all what y'all think about it. Just first reaction here. Um, one of uh, Bill Johnson's favorite things to say is, "It's not." Father, it's it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, not Father, Son, and Holy Scripture.
3: He's he's using a tool there that is very common in uh, in semantics, and he's creating a false dichotomy to where you can you can only you it's either one or the other. Yeah, that term Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that's one issue. Sola Scriptura is another issue. (laughs) Yeah. And he's putting them in the same scale and making you choose. Yeah. That's dirty.
0: (laughs) That's That's dirty. dirty That's a dirty move.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard that before. Um, I was actually, I heard a speaker say that. And The problem is um, we don't have anybody who actually, I don't know anybody who has deified the Word of God, um, who, who so loves God's, the Bible so much that they would, deify it you know what i mean so mm. it, again another thing it's a straw man also <laughs> you know what i mean there's mm. no one out there who's got books of the bible memorized to an extent you know what i mean that, that right. they have deified it That it's become an idol for them mm. he it's a straw man that's there's not that person's not out there buddy uh, and even if know? they did i would imagine they're, they're
0: worshiping right.
3: the
1: god of the bible
0: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> right exactly and there are, I mean, even in that situation, you can use scripture itself in a solar scriptura fashion mm-hmm. to to show that that's not exactly true. What you are implying by what you're asking, because yeah. you got scriptures like um, there's a psalm that says, "I thank you, Lord, for your word and your truth, mm. um, and that you have exalted your word even above your name." Mm. You got scriptures like that. You have uh, Jesus praying in John. Was oh, it seventeen? He's saying, "God, I thank you. Sanctify them in your truth. Your truth, Thy Word is truth." Yeah, and uh, I mean, how do you get around that? It's the same Jesus that said, "Father, Son, and Holy Spirit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah, Scripture alone is our authority in our life. Um, that's a that's that's the hard line to draw. And so, whoever it is, put fill in the blank. And there there are guys out there who have who have gone off the deep end. As soon as they, as soon as scripture alone isn't in reality the authority of their life. And so uh, that that's what we want to do in this podcast. Encourage guys, get into the word. Get into the scripture. Read your Bible. Create a habit of it. It's not, um, it's not mystical or magical, I promise, um, but the. It's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's word of god
0: is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. That's right. And
1: That's right. and it will honestly cut you first. That's yeah. the problem with going to the word with it being script with scripture being the authority is is it cuts me first, you know? And so uh so honestly where scripture where where, where this is begins begins to get difficult is is my sin I also have to teach against my sin with others. I don't feel like I can. I don't feel worthy. But because Scripture alone is my authority, I have to, you know. And honestly, when I'm preaching, that's when I'm reading. (laughs) Mm. I'm not making much eye contact. It's like, yeah, guilty. I'm preaching to me first, everybody. Um, But here is what God's Word says. We all got to work on this together, you know. Um, Yeah. And I think, not that I do everything right, but I think that's a better way. Um, God's Word being the authority.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's going to keep us from God God's word being the authority is going to keep us from from falling off the deep end. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um what about uh when when we do follow this, another big problem is uh then then uh well, you you find people who aren't. Um and so on one hand we're not trying to go out and be heresy hunters, um but on the other hand, there's some popular teachers out there that we have to then because scripture's our authority call out, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta.
0: Yeah. We gotta. We gotta call people out whenever they're not. Whenever. Whenever scripture's not their authority, because because they'll begin to teach things that are. Um. Counter to scripture, is
3: that? Did I say that right? Did yeah. that right? Yeah. Counter scriptural.
0: Counter scriptural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, <clears throat> it's what's going to make us feel good, and and uh, and not not calling out hard hard truths that the Bible teaches. It's difficult. It's yeah. real difficult.
3: Um, well, you don't have a basis either for any sense of truth. This all goes back to the relativistic mm-hmm. philosophies of postmodernism that have just run rickshaw through our society and through our churches. Yeah. Um, you don't have an absolute standard through which you can appeal to that's outside of us. I, m- me and you can both be wrong, you can be right, I can be wrong, I can be right, you can be wrong, but we can't both be right, and there's only one way that that could ever be determined where the right is, and that's a standard that's outside of us,
1: yeah, so uh, let me throw another word out there, Jamie, I mean, let me get your reaction to uh what happens? What do you do when someone says uh the word "my truth, yikes. <laughs>
0: You say yikes? I said yikes. <clears throat> I've seen Mike, and, and he takes a baseball bat. No, he he's never done that, but I do see him curl up his fists and want to fight. <laughs> so,
1: so what's the biblical reaction to someone? Uh, let's keep it simple. You're talking to another believer who says, well, well, my truth is this. Where do you go? What do you do?
2: Well, you establish a standard. I mean, mm-hmm. what is it? Your standard that we have to go by, or is it my standard? No, it's, it's by what scripture. what Mm. It's that is the standard, you know. Uh, I'm not going to pick up a rock and crush your head with it, <laughs> like Mike would. But you're just not I violent would, enough. For I, would him I, not <laughs> violent. I would give them the option.
3: I would give them the option. Yeah, That's but okay. I don't accept that standard. So what? What do you do then? <laughs> well, let's but, let's talk about it. You know, let <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, let's sit down and talk about it, and let's let's look at it and see how your your standard of morality compares to the ultimate standard of morality, which is right there in scripture for us um i think that's what you have to do you have to have a conversation you know you you can't you can't uh bow up and and be ready for you know duking it out and just you gotta be kind gotta be loving gotta be humble um yeah that's my reaction
1: i think uh i think it depends on who you're talking to if you're talking to someone who claims to be a christian then they get rebuked (laughs) <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Because well, they absolutely. have a standard set by God. Yeah, the standard exactly. is scripture. Now, if you're talking to to someone who thinks they're a Christian and you quickly learn, "Oh, you're not." Um then then yeah, we want to put away the club, <laughs> you know, and 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 begin to help them navigate these hard conversations, you know. Uh and the biggest one r- helping them realize if scripture's not your authority, do you really belong to Jesus? You know? Um and that's like you said, that's not a one-time, you know, one punch knockout. <laughs> right. That's a conversation that happens over time and, and, and really dependent on Holy Spirit working in their heart, you know? And that, that's, that comes, I found, through, through asking questions, like you said, talking, your, talking it your out. Your Jedi throat. mind tricks. I love them, <laughs>
2: <laughs> One day I will have that power. <laughs> oh,
1: one day I will, too.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so uh, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. All right. what what is this We're done. We'll see you
1: later. My name's my-
0: <laughs> No, sorry. <laughs> so so how how should this affect how we how we live our
1: lives day to day? All right, so let's just talk about common Christian going to work, common dude. All right. Why does it matter? Why does this matter to the to the regular dude um uh, who who says they love and follow Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um well, you have to know who Jesus is. And if we're going to yeah. go Jesus, you got to go to the Bible. Um and so honestly, that's going to that's going to take a lot of people's Jesus out of the picture. Um, it's not your truth anymore. It's the truth. Um, and that's, by the way, what Jesus called himself. So that when people say my truth, that's a form of idolatry. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so we got to go to him, you know? And so uh, I think for, for, I think regular dude, scripture loans your authority. So if it is, and if you're saying, yeah, yes and amen to this, then yes and amen. Now, now the challenge is get your butt in that Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, and and it's time to read that thing and know that thing and learn that thing and even challenge yourself to do some memorizing of that thing that's good yeah anything else you guys are you guys are lay folks how does it work out scripture alone why is this important in your regular day to day secular life why does that matter
2: well I mean to me it's it's how I talk to God that's how I know he talks to me Mm. Uh, that's that's how I remind myself who God is and who Christ is and and, um, I mean that, the uh, the truths in the Bible are timeless. It's, it's just as, as, uh, pertinent now as it was, you know, 500 years ago, you know, 1500 years ago. Um, so it's, and I have to be reminded of every single day. Uh, I have to be convicted of my sins. I had to be convicted of things that I do wrong in order to get back on the right track. And that's the roadmap. There you go. That's the roadmap. So. I like
1: that. Jim. Yeah in your life regular everyday day to day work scripture alone man why regular
3: does that regular everyday day thing the thing that came to my mind a minute ago was um, uh, the you know there's so many other religions well even within christianity there's so many other sets to to choose from and stuff but the the sola scriptura thing that's that comforting to me is that i don't i'm not left guessing mm. on whether i'm right or not mm. i'm not left you know wandering in the dark groping trying to find some truth that's going to bring me peace or bring me uh salvation or bring me um you know some stability or an answer for the things that i'm facing in life when you're going through suffering when you're going through trials when when you're when you're losing everything you own you're going through divorce you're going through whatever you're a virus um you got a virus <laughs> uh, yeah it's got real <laughs> so you're you you're left in the dark, at best, groping about for some truth. At worst, deceiving yourself that you're really looking for any truth at all. And with with the scriptures, I have a place, uh, an anchor to go to, that in all of these things, the thing that doesn't change is the word. The mm-hmm. thing that doesn't change is what God has said. If God hath said... If he has, and I believe he has in the word, and as a Christian, I don't have to come up with those answers. I have a place to go that uh, it's not only a place to find answers, but being able to know that I'm not the one that has to come up with them is a comfort and a stability in my life that a lot of times people wonder how you, how is it that you are like, I've had people ask me this, how are you such a rock through all of this stuff that, that we've gone through? it's like, but you, you're, I mean, you, you freak out at times, but you never waver. Yeah. And it's not me. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have to worry because God's word is true no matter what else is happening.
0: Yeah. That's it's secure. like, it's like being in the word and knowing the word is, it's how you're going to uh, give a response to those who ask for the, the hope that's in you.
1: Right. Absolutely. S- straight out of scripture. Yeah. You, you went there. You know, yeah. I think, I think for me, this gives me the most freedom. Um, I mean I think people have uh, Christians or Christian denominations whatever have their list of things to do and don't do um, I'm not here to make up sins I'm just gonna go to the ones in the Bible <laughs> and if and if you think, um, you know, whatever it is, don't smoke or chew or go the, with the girls who do, uh, <laughs> you're making up sins. Leave me alone, you know, and, uh, and we're going to stick to what scripture says. There's enough in there of do's and don'ts that I can stick to that. And that's my freedom, you know, yeah. and, uh, and scripture being the authority, not tradition, not what man says or pastor says or preacher says, or televangelist says is, is the authority
2: or what someone says, God says, or what yeah.
1: someone says. God <laughs> Yeah. Says, yeah. Yeah, I can go to scripture and I have a great amount of freedom, um, even as a, you know, back when, way back when, when I was a 20-something-year-old kid with a boss's wife who came up to me saying, uh, you know, I have a word from you. I I felt a great amount of freedom to say, cool, I've got scripture. I'm going (laughs) to go with that, you know. Um, I I could have used some tact, but, eh, I'm still learning that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, guys, so so give given the word. Uh, Yeah. God, through his word, has revealed everything that we need pertaining to life and godliness. And so be in that word, know that word, hide that word in your heart, you might not sin against God. That's right. Hey, if you need a
1: daily reading plan, Trevor does a very complicated one. I dare you to do that one. <laughs> I'm not right now. I'm,
0: I'm reading the Bible of Chris.
1: Okay. <laughs> I started reading the Bible of Chris. But uh, there's another one. Uh, I I do five by five right now. It's five five days a week, five minutes a day. Um, you get the weekends off, um, and it would get you through the New Testament. In a year, um, I'm doing that for for my own personal quiet time, and then I'm reading other things. But, but guys, I dare you to start with that five minutes a day. Um, if scripture loans your authority, give it five minutes, you know, um, yeah. and see what happens from there. You'll you'll develop a great love um, for that. So, all right, guys. So, uh, great episode. I think. I think. Uh, I think definitely you're... a longer episode. Oh, is it? We're close to forty minutes. Whoa, you're welcome, interwebs. <laughs> so uh, this has been uh, reforming. Time just flew by. That's it, right. <laughs> This has been Reforming Manhood on five solas. We will move forward with the next one here uh, here in a little bit. Yep, I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. My name's Mike Watt. I'm Lucha Preacher.
2: I'm Jamie, Jack of All Trades and Host. And
3: I'm J-Mac the Rapper. (laughs) J-Mac the Rapper. (laughs) All right, guys,
1: you be sweet. Show Jesus. Later. See ya.